With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? Manic Monday. If you wish it was Sunday, you're in the wrong place because we're ready to work. This ain't madness, it is Sparta. When you roll with us, I call to the Pen HQ with the big man at John Legaza on the Bird app, formerly known as X. Scratch that, reverse it. So much time to do it, so little work. Oh, wait, little Willy Wonka there for you. Welcome back. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. I am fully recharged. Holy hell, the baseball season, it's both so long and so short all at once. I see my people. Decent line in front of the principal's office today. Tyler C, what's going on? Brian E, Brian R, Rich Clark, OPMG, Jeff L, BGC, all my people. Welcome aboard. We really do appreciate it. There's nothing quite like this. Baseball season's so, so long. And yet, if I actually manage to disconnect for an entire Sunday, like I get up, I do waiver stuff and fantasy stuff and fab, but I, then I get away, I try not to gamble on Sundays for real. It really, to get the refresh. And you feel like you missed everything. God, now like box score rolling and stuff, man. It's it's almost just easier to dedicate your entire life to it. <laughs> and that's what you get when you roll with us, the passion and the love. People that are purely dedicated to the cause. Come on, you know about me. You can't fake that kind of funk, man. We we live it. Like we absolutely live it. And hopefully you do too, right? As we kind of learn. That's what it's all about, man. You get in the nuance, you get in the context, we're going to do some deep statistics as always. But then it's all about the application, right? How you actually manage the money and play the board so you can stay in the ring, right? That's my claim to fame is like, I've, I've been betting baseball every day, you know, for, for six years and the lights are on. Like, holy cow, it's incredible. You know, most people getting smoked and baseball being one of those things, I feel this is a model better. You got to do it slow. And that's one of those, it takes money to make money. So when you see like, oh man, just a couple percent ROI, what am I going to do with that? Tell a trader that they're going to make six or 7% for the year. They're going to stop doing backflips. You know what I mean? They're going on bonuses and getting Christmas bonuses and stuff. So it's all about perspective and how much work you do. And again, that's why we like to use things like percentages so it applies to everybody. All right, that's enough of that. We need more of this. It's the fastest show at MLB absolutely anywhere. Take it to the bank, yo. I don't know how we're going to get through all this. I'm going to just try to... We're going to have to gloss over some of it. 14-game slate, but it's all PM. So we're probably going to get a daily K leader today. We're probably going to get a team run leader today. We'll try and keep it, an eye on it all. And, you know, you hit me up on Twitter any time of day at John Legaza. Hit up Jay in the show handle at Call to Pin HQ on the Bird app. All right, let's get it. It's the New York Yankees. Luis Severino coming off a really good start, right, after a trip... God, what God. Just the worst season imaginable. 74 and a third, 7 and a quarter ERA, 1-7 whip. OPS is near 1,000. Just, I mean, you can't. The split's awful on the road. He has 1,000 OPS allowed. 363 batting average on the road. More than 2.5 home runs per nine with an 8.5 ERA last 30. But like I said, I had popped the hood for it. Some Yankee haters were busting my chops. I just wanted to see what was going on. 
again, all the objective stuff. Velo and pitch shape and mix. And it all kind of checked out. So it might have been between the ears, maybe like a little injury that we didn't know. Thing is, got to be careful throwing away talent like Severino, you know, LOLing it. Some people have been betting against you know, Lance Lynn since he moved to the Dodgers and getting smoked. So remember, we want to be keeping our eye on pitchers in this short sample, especially when they've shown big talent. Other side, it's Reese Olsen for the Detroit Tigers. Minus 110, but man, how far? If I would have told you, Yankees versus Tigers, Luis Severino versus Reese Olsen, you know, heading into September. You'd say, well, Yankees minus 260. Well, it's Yankees minus 105. My God, I can't believe it, yo. Reese Olsen's been pretty good. We've backed him before. The ERA's a bit inflated. The indicator's not necessarily buying it. Sierra at 4 to the 529 ERA. The control is in place. You know, we like that. He doesn't really miss. Oh, my God. What am I? I missing percentage points here. It's all good. Keeping the ball down, all the stuff that we like. 319 expected. Well, I mean, Olsen really kind of checking a lot of boxes, and he's been pretty good at home, only 215 batting average allowed at home. Yankee offense kind of stinks, so he'll probably get it done. Yankee offense has a 195 team batting average, less 500 plate appearances. Like, can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. The only thing saving grace for the Yankees is when they're facing a lefty, which they are not today. So, that's when we're going to be back in the Yankee offense. The splits are just absurd. The Yankees are like a platoon team right now. Detroit offense also not very good. Striking out a ton. Yankees striking out a ton as well. So this could be a bounce back spot for Severino, man. I hate to do this. Detroit, middle of the pack really across the board. 213 batting average. Bottom five in runs. Striking out too much. Swinging strike too much. 81 zone contact rate. See, these are the kind of things where Severino, if he was going to be good, would be good today. Our boy, Matty Williams, from the beach, baby. Welcome to the restaurant where the chefs eat. Time to see. Hello, everybody. Hello. Matt, hope you're having a good time on your vacation. Thinking about you, buddy. Hit us up when you come back, man. Maybe get you on one last time on this last go-around. So I was kind of stuck here. I, you know, I. it's not because I like the Yankees. I do like the bullpen. I think Severino could keep it close. I think the offenses are pretty close. See, I think I like the Yankees to win. Why? The Tiger bullpen's been one of the worst in the league, nearly eight ERA list, 42 and a third. Jay, let's get the Yankees on the money line against those pesky Tigers. Right? But did we get even money? Oh, my gosh. Even money against the Tigers heading into September. All right, let's move it on. It's Luke Giolito on the bump for the Angels, plus 135 dog on the road against Taiwan Johnny Walker and those fighting Phils, minus 145 favorites at home. Giolito, another, another one, up and down season. Stats are kind of mixed, a little better than average for four expected ERA, 417 Sierra, 25% K to eight walk, 29 CSW. You know, all stuff that we can kind of get down with. He's another one that he just had a phenomenal start. And I, I just always personally have my eye on those guys that we know have high skill with high ceilings. Just as everybody's dogpiling them, that's when I'm like, oh, wow, we're about to get rocked. So this is actually a big game for Giolito, who's been okay as of late. Don't be fooled. The 5-6 ERA last 40 days. It's a, you know, it's a 4-2 Sierra. He's not been bad on the, I mean, his road stats are trash, but he, when you make the move, that's when I kind of 
don't bank as much on the splits. The one split I, I did have me kind of reticent to this one was Taiwan Walker, as mad as he's been. Four ERA, one three whip, really mad. Sierra at 4.9, double-digit Walker. He really very mad. He's awesome at home. He has been lights out. 199 batting average, 639 OPS to a three ERA, one homer nine for Taiwan Walker on the road. And the Phillies offense is like three orders of magnitude better than the Angels. So I wanted this one for Giolito at first, but I think I'm going to back off it. Philly has a 300 team batting average. Last 500 plate appearances, a 9.42 OPS, man. They're not striking out. That's a 149 WRC+. Plus. They're killing lefties, killing righties. Best right-hand hitting team in the league right now. Flip side, Angels suck. My goodness. Bottom five, just across the board. Runs, average, OBP, OPS, 27K, 14 and a half swinging strike, 80 zone contact as a team with a 49% ground ball right. I mean, just Walkers be throwing the lead sinker the entire time. Really hard, even if Giolito is good, to get me on the Angels now that I think about it. I felt like as I was looking at it, I'd be towards the under. Algo disagrees, but I'd be hearing that one. If you got the F5, 5 or below, I could hear it, but I'm going to just leave this one. Next is Michael Kopech in those pale hose white socks, plus 205 dog on the road against the Blackbirds in orange vest, Grayson Rodriguez, and the Baltimore Orioles. This one, this one I'm kind of laughing, you can hear. So Kopech's an abject disaster. The White Sox are a disaster. The bullpen's a disaster. It's just a three-phase dumpster fire. I wonder if the pricing on this one has to do with Rodriguez's number on the season, which, again, we don't care about. 5-4 ERA, 1-4 whip. Again, we talk often about the my favorite prospect career arc. Right? Show me a big-time prospect that everybody loves. He comes up, and he stinks. He gets demoted. Everyone discards him. He comes back up, and he's good. He gets... That we get him cheap and the betting odds are good. And I think that's what we've got with Rodriguez. And I know you might be seeing the minus, you know, whatever, 240. But what I've noticed is the discount on the run line, right? Something people often ask me about. How do you decide? Well, I go by the price. Baltimore is minus 245 favorite on the money line. And I saw the run line at minus 110. Jake, give me the full game run line. If you're getting a buck 30. For the run, that's when you go for it, especially when you have all the edges. Baltimore offense objectively better than the White Sox, who just do not hit righties at all. They are not any good. And they don't walk. They chase too much. Pretty much disaster for the White Sox. Bullpen also is gross last 48 innings. They have a 6 ERA with a 1-5 whip. Baltimore, even without Batista, they're still very good. 2-6 ERA, .97 whip. Last 38 and a third. 453 innings to a 3-5 ERA on the season. Baltimore bullpen is pretty good. Give me the cover. right? How, how, where's that run line hanging around, my dude? All right, we're at like minus 115, minus 120. I like to call that viable line. Again, I, I have the wrong word for it. Because just because I say it's not viable doesn't mean it's not. And I, I shouldn't be asserting that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just code so Jake can lock it in. What I mean is generally for myself... A straight play has got to be at minus 135 or better. And if not, I'm either looking to pair it or I'm going to leave it and just kind of you know, get away from it. So let's move it on off. Baltimore to cover it up on the full game. Next up, our Nats and Josiah Gray on the road, plus 220 dog against Kevin Gaussman and the Blue Jays. I mean, it's just a running theme, right? The running theme this year is when we bet on the Blue Jays. I think everybody's doing that. The offense is... Just the biggest disappointment you can imagine. 218 team batting average, 289 OBP, a 688 OPS for the Blue Jays. Last 500 plate appearances, they are a bottom three offense against right-handed hitters. This has been ongoing the entire year. 291 expected Woba. Last 
30 days against righties, not to be outdone. Washington, not any better. Washington won't walk. They chase too much, but for some reason, they don't strike out, made a ton of contact. They're extremely aggressive up there. Not a lot of power, but a much better batting average, plus they steal bases. So when you're dealing with the Nats, that's why they kind of, they're pesky, and that's kind of one of those baseball things. Pesky is not just a term. It means, right? Contact plus average plus steals equals runs, and you're like, but I have 40 home run hitters. I don't understand I'm going to see if I can talk myself into this. Josiah Gray is a 3.85 ERA, 1.4 whip. The earned run indicator is not buying it at all. We spoke about this. See, expected ERA and Sierra both at five. However, however, big time split stuff here. And these are one of the home away splits I am buying because the hitting environment in Washington is, it's a launch pad. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. That's also part of Washington's success. I think they have a, like how to hit there. Thing going on. Josiah Gray in the road's been excellent. 2.7 ERA. Sub 1, homer 9, 6.74 OPS, a 2.35 batting average allowed. Last 30 days, he's been on the struggle bus. Hard to go up against Gaussman, though, man. He's just been ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. 3.23 ERA, 1.15 whip. He should be getting mentioned in the Cy Young. I haven't really seen it. 32% K to only 6 walk, a 25.5 KBB, man. He is rolling great at home as well. But it's going to be about that Toronto offense. This is another one. I wonder why I didn't get to the under here. It's still Blue Jay spoiling it for me. But I'll be honest, Jay, bring up the F5 unders. They want it there. They're kind of juicing the, the under four and a half. Minus 120? Man, I really feel like we can get to that. I mean, this would be funny. This would be the Jays game that kind of sticks their thumb in our eye. You know, you can see, like, I've been, I'm saying, oh, yeah, we can't get the Blue Jays to score for us. Now we have Gray on the road, who's been good against the Jays, who struggle at home and against righties. Gaussman should mow these Nats down. I mean, they should have a chance. Let's go under the four and a half, man. Come on, let's do it. All the work is there. This is the kind of bets I've been trying to make this year where everything is in line. My analysis is in line. The trend is in line. The algo is in line. But then I end up allowing cowardice to kind of get in the way where, you know, we all know hashtag volume betting builds character. Matt, look at you, buddy. All right, next up. So let's go under F5. And again, we always stick with the under F5. Bullpens have been struggling. Toronto bullpen, very good. Washington bullpen, very, very bad. Really up and down, I should say. Because you'll find the Sierra in place in small sets, which we see for 14 days. But 460 innings on the year, they're five and a quarter year rate. Almost, you know, they're not good. Let's get into the next one. This is a good one. I'm really kind of torn. Every time another bet I've been losing habitually all year is chasing the Red Sox F5, particularly Paxton and Sale, who's on the bump for the Red Sox today. Red Sox, slight favorites, hosting the Astros and Christian Javier. Javier's been a bit of a mystery. 4-5 ERA, 1-2-5 whip. Indicators are creeping up near 5. 21K to only 8% walk. Those are really just a guy numbers. The ball rate at 39, the first record at 53. That's really at the center of a ton of problems. Right? You're 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 gonna struggle. You're going to struggle. And then he has the extreme fly ball going on, which again could be good for average and short stints. But you're getting barreled 10% of the time, like Javier is, the ball's gonna go in the seat sometimes. Five and a quarter ERA, five and a quarter XFIP, almost two home and nine last 40 days. Again, it's been a um that's on the road and so 40 days, six, six, five and a half this walk ERA, six. Sierra really hard to back. Javier, saving year for the Astros, the reason why I didn't pull the trigger 
Sale as good as he's been, and he has. Astro offense, not just up off the mat and rolling. They are killing lefties. It is unbelievable, those games that are just spinning off the rails. Houston, number one in Team Woba versus lefties last 30. That's 427. Hachi, Machi, Liberace, 353 expected, you know, not to be outdone. 294 team batting average. Boston, 294 team batting average. 854 OPS for Houston, 865 for Boston. These... Offenses are both looking really good. Boston with a better elevation profile, but they both kind of get it done as far as the power goes. Splits are in place. Boston hitting righties. Houston hitting lefties. Maybe I should be leaning on the over here. I'm kind of squeaking over to the algo. I have I have Boston scoring. Like, I have Boston modeled over five runs. How about a team total, Jay? I, I didn't think it would because the Houston, uh, Houston bullpen has actually struggled a bit. Is it four and a half by any chance? Boston over four and a half. I, I think I I think I would have to go. So if that maybe that's the one that we want. I'm man, but then again, I'm here making right again. You got everyone. I'm on fence sitting right now. That's what I'm doing. Milk toasting because I was here pumping Houston hitting righties. I have Houston modeled for just a shade over two. Boston just a shade over three. Which could kind of get you to the five man. I don't know. I'm on the fence, Jay. I'm see the coward thing. Everybody remember, as much as I bet and as professional much professional experience as I, I may have, sometimes I have a giant yellow streak right down the center of me. And again, it's usually this is interesting, little personal in you know, reflection. Generally that happens for me, my conservative streak comes out when I'm not doing well. The show stuff's doing okay, but we spoke about that. My sub stuff, you follow it on Twitter, I mean gotta be over twenty five or twenty six betting units. Nearly three percent ROI, which is damn good. And like I don't know, I don't know, Jay. I'm not feeling it, man. I'm not feeling it. I got the Maverick thing going on for Taco, and like I don't know, it's not good. You know, it doesn't look good. So I'm gonna bail. I'm a coward. But look for look for Boston to clear that five total. I don't know why I keep looking for aggression on the big names. Javier is not showing us me a reason to. Next up, Texas and the White Wolf of Winterfell. John Gray on the bump for the Rangers. Minus 150 dog on the road against the Let's Go Mets Go and Time Lord McGill. Plus 140. The Mets waving the white flag. John Gray looking really good. Always outperforming the indicators because he's keeping the ball down so much. Right? He was very good around the edges. 375 ERA, 1-2 whip for Gray. 679 OPS. You know, we love that. The K's are not going to be there, but the ball rate validated down to 34%. 67 first strike, 37 O swing. Here comes your bully metric for the day. Right? When a pitcher gets up, gets ahead, and gets induces chases, you add first strike to chase rate when they equal 100. You know you got something on your hands. That's one of the things that will help you explain why your pitch has been really good. Again, working around the edges will suppress contact, 5% barrel, sub 3% blast, less than a homer 9, 311 expected wobble. He's been really good. Also excelling on the road. Gray with a 3-3 ERA, 606 OPS. Just doing the thing. McGill has really struggled. Five and a half ERA, one seven whip, six eight ERA last forty days. It's just kind of getting off the rails. Double digit walk rate, forty percent ball rate. And Jay, anytime you hear thirty nine percent ball rate, you can bring up the McGill walk props. I don't know what to, if it's minus if it's over one and a half and minus one thirty or better. You pretty much auto go for it. We're getting two walks from McGill today. If not, and shoe stop, you maybe want to look to pair it. Two and a half. I just can't get the three walks. I just can't get to it. There's just as much of a chance to get shelled. It like he doesn't have enough time to walk three batters. That's what I worry about. Texas offense a really high on the season. Started to go a bit of a low, but there is some 
maybe something to like. Again, 9% walk rate, 29 chase. Those are both very good disciplinary metrics. 41 fly ball, 41 hard hit. That's a good combination of power metrics. Hasn't really reflected in the kind of composite output. But that's, those are the fastest. That's offense. It's been a rough go. They're looking okay now with this, like, Motley Crew, DJ Stewart raking right but I'm really not buying in again. Bullpen's really ugly. Hashtag we hate bullpens. Texas bullpen, just a roller coaster ride. Right now it's disgraceful. 45 and a third, 6.5 ERA, nearly five Sierra, 11% walk rate, and two home runs per nine. Means what? If you like Texas, you've got to do it at five. If McGill hangs on and this goes late, the Mets have the better bullpen than the Rangers right now, and they just might get it done. I'm always one of the things I'm looking for when there's juice attached, right? Even if I'm not taking it. I know we have lots of different players. We have other handicappers here. So if I could just shine a light on the things that might help you avoid stepping on a rake, you know, I'm going to do just that next up. Cleveland Guardians and Zevion Curry plus 145 dogs on the road against my dude, Kenta Maeda, and the Twinkies. Curry has the 3-5 ERA, 1-2-2 whip. Get out the negative regression alarm. Awooga, awooga. Five expected ERA, five Sierra, first clue. 16% K, 25 CSW, 22 whiff. And an 8% miss rate, 49 fly ball, 9% barrel. This guy's extremely lucky to have the ERA he does with a 337 expected Woba. He's got a 575 XFIP, one and a half homer nine list. I'm sorry, that's on the road. Five and a quarter Came on his walkie ray, 5.7 Sierra last 40 days. Sorry, I might have missed the number, but I pretty much nailed the mark. Maeda, been awesome. 4-2 ERA, 117 whip. That's the number you want to look at. 3-7 expected, 3-6 Sierra. There's your match. 29K to only 6.5 walk to 22.5K minus BB. That's another match. All the stuff that we love. Maeda really, really doing the thing. He's gotten touched up at home a little bit. Again, I'm not really buying it because... Oh, I, coming off the injury, I'm looking for the more recent wave. Last 40 days, it's a 3 ERA, 3-5 Sierra. At least a 102 plus across the board. Pitching, stuff, location. Maeda's been damn good. 30% K rate last 40 days as well. Just He's been excellent. Let's take a quick peek at the offenses. Cleveland offense in the tank. Circling the drain. The bullpen's been really good, and I wonder, maybe that's why I didn't get to a run line. I was going to say, I have to have the run line coverage. I bring up the pricing, maybe that's what it was. William Craig says, often the best bet to make are the ones that you don't. I see you, William Craig. Absolutely. In fact, let's do my favorite lesson in 40 seconds or less. No bet better than a bad bet. Don't just say it. We can quantify it. If you have $100 and you lose 10%, you're down to $90, right? Easy math. If you then make a bet and win 10% of your stack, you're only at 99. Now, I know 99 sounds like 100, but you're down 1%. Continue to repeat the process, and you'll be broke. So it's not just like, oh, man, John has this cool thing. No bet's better than a bad bet. Like, quite literally, no bet greater than sign. Okay? For every 10% you lose, you need to win 11 back. Let's get back into the games. Jay, bring up the pricing on the Twins run line, then leave up the board. You know what that means. Right? We're starting to connect. Right? A little Stockton Malone action there. I'm a bit blind. It looks like that's a plus. Okay, I was... Sorry, I got thrown off a bit a little people. My vision is really terrible even with glasses sometimes. Depending on, like, the color of schematics. I don't know. I thought I saw minus 125, minus 130. I didn't know if I wanted to go there because the Guardians bullpen been good. But it's not. It's plus. Yeah, let's take that one, Jay. I should have printed that. 
So we're going to go Minnesota for the full game cover. And again, if you're looking to learn about pricing, you want to be going to betstamp.app. Tell them all about it, my dude. For sure, John. I got you. I got you. Um, if you're looking to improve as a sports better, the easiest way to improve is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like you saw on screen there, known as Batstamp. Batstamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. Save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen uh, or hit the link in the description or hit the link in the pin chat. If you do, uh, it helps support the show. So uh, looking to get new sports books, make, you, make sure you use that link. Now back to John. Oh, right on deck. It's Winky, Winky, Eggs, and Blakey. Mr. Blake Snell on the bump for those prior tucks. Minus 190 favorite on the road against the old man long in the tooth. Adam Wainwright at home for the Cardinals. Once known by yours truly. And he still might be. But now it's this year's over. The greatest home pitcher ever. Ever. Now we all know Wainwright has had just the worst season imaginable. The Cardinals are trying to drag his withered husk towards 200 wins. I don't know if it'll happen. I just bring him in the fourth if they were up three and get it to him. Explain to everybody. Check it out. Adam Wainwright has 1,428 career innings at home to a three ERA, a 289 Wova. He's been ridiculous at home. His ERA on the road is over four. I mean, everything is just, he, everything is, everything, everything is awesome. 118 whip to 1-3. I mean, over, think about that set. That set is just 1,400. He has a massive sample. Wainwright this year, 8-6 ERA, two whip. It's really, really, really bad. He has an expected ERA of 7.6, 39% ball rate, 13 with 93 zone contact, a 990 OPS allowed at home, an 8.5 ERA at the crib, 10.5 ERA last 40 days. Got a 13% strike rate last 40 days. He struck out 10% of lefties on the year. So there are a couple strikeout props under Glenn Hunts. Love to see new names in there. Starting the week off right, Monday a.m. Lives, how we do it. Me and you, the Call to the Pen crew, Glenn, welcome aboard. We thank you so much. Really, yo, we, everybody should be so, like, proud. This is, like, so cool. Midway through the year, as other networks and stations are cutting off baseball, we have, you know, CBS analysts that tell them, oh, I'm not, I don't do baseball anymore. You know, I get paid as a full-time job, but I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not doing baseball. I can't do them both. Well, guess what? Maybe you're not built for this. Okay, maybe you are not built for this. Okay, we're built for this. That's what this is at 300. When you rock with the phalanx, we may be small, but we are fierce. We bring them into the cave and we kick them in the freaking pit. It's not madness. This is Sparta. Call to the pen, rate, review, and subscribe to the fastest show at MLB absolutely anywhere. We're freaking fierce, yo. That's why I hang my absolute hat on. 115 off the crack of the bat on April 1st. 115 off the crack of the bat on August 28th, man. Seriously, that's what this is, man. As if, as if people that love this and bet and put their money and their life and their trust in analysis and their handicappers, like, oh, talk us about boop. so ridiculous. All right, everyone. So know it, right? Death taxes, sunrise in the east, setting in the west. I'm up before the crack of dawn every day. 
Every day I got young kids. I got old parents. It don't matter. Live for this. All right, let's wrap it up strong as always, yo. Come on. All right, I got the Friar Tucks just absolutely murderizing Wainwright. But, man, am I worried about facing the Cardinals' offense, even though they've really struggled. They're generally better against lefties. So right now, it is an abject. It is like a disaster. I've got, I've got them covering so big. All right, so give me two numbers, Jay. We're looking for Padres' full game run line cover. And then we're also looking for... The Padres team total, I have a few in the Padres team total, it's five and a half or six, and I really struggle for that. It is five and a half, but it's minus 110. What was the pricing on the run line? You were too fast. I, you weren't too fast. I was too slow. You know what? Let's let's go with this too. I know it's a donkey day, but I really feel like we've we've kind of identified that. We're at the part of the season where there's a great disparity. Right now, we have the big edge. Let's go for it, man. Let's go for it. Let's go to cover this up. We're betting responsibly. Run lines are viable. The pricing is there. Cardinal bullpen, six ERA, last 43 and a third as well. We have a definitive three-phase edge. Let's go get him, everybody. Man, I'll, I, I'll tell you what. Also, at the end, Jay, don't let me forget. Let's take the run line money lines and put those together. Right, just so we don't get, in case we get like hammed out, we get three wins without any covers. Let's cover the, let's cover our, let's CYA, baby. Next up, Wade Miley and the Brewmakers, plus 110 dogs on the road against Jameson. Tie on, minus 125, slight favorite at home in Wrigley. You know, before I cap Wrigley, I always look at the weather. I didn't get to look at it. The big thing that was jumping off the page here, a couple things. Big time pitching splits, tie on. Terrible at Wrigley this year. 900 OPS, almost 200 runs for nine. Miley, phenomenal on the road. Like, you start him on the road, you're a big winner this year. Three ERA, 661 OPS. And then Cubs offense against lefties is horrific. I mean, horrific. 275 expected Woba versus lefties. You really just don't expect to see that. Right now, they're bottom five in hard hit rate. They're bottom three in barrel rate. They chase too much. They're not hitting any home runs as the Cubs. So you got to give Milwaukee the edge here. I didn't. I did not have the courage to pull the trigger because I didn't see the weather. So I think for the real play on this one, we're going to have to follow back on it. So I'm just going to put that one in purgatory because I do like, I do like the Brewers, but there is, there are circumstances with the wind and the weather in Wrigley. I'm not interested. Next up, oh my God, how are we going to finish this? It's Johan Oviedo and the Pittsburgh Pirates on the road against Kansas City and Zach Greinke. I mean, this one just really confused me it don't even take much analysis so i was assuming auto kind of overs right oviedo is not very good the expected era at four or five though is not bad double digit walk rates hard to get with but the very high ground ball rate saves a day he's good around the edges limiting hard contact expected over 319 so it's like, oh maybe it's the better side of that. so maybe he's not a big time over then granky we love to attack five three era one two five but the indicator's not really buying it you know, 4-5 Sierra because of a 3% walk rate plus 43% ground ball, 29 hard hit. You know, again, it's not like you can't crack Ranky, but that's how he's just getting out of it, right? We contact not walking anybody and getting, like, double plays and just escaping by the skin of his teeth. He's also been really good. I know 5 ERA lasts 40 days for the old man, but it's a 3-9 Sierra, 105 location plus, right? That's kind of the, the key to it. So I, at first I thought we were going over. Then I thought it's like, oh, we're going to be Pittsburgh over Granky. And it turns out, no, I don't like the Pittsburgh offense. They've been terrible. Kansas City offense has been a bit better than people think as of late. 
especially they're hitting right handies, right right handies. They're hitting righties, and they're stealing, and they're hitting for average, right? So the 250 average, 14 steals, last 500 PAs, 20% K rate. So you see how I build those profiles for bad teams to succeed. Royals doing just that. Getting on, stealing bases, making contact, not striking out. You don't have to hit home runs. So I'm leaving this one. Let's just glaze past it. I think this one's going to be a bit of a of a letdown. I saw a couple sharps on Pittsburgh. I actually have, I have, I mean, on, Kansas, on Pittsburgh, right. I have Kansas City model for the win. So both of these bullpens stink. So I'm kind of leaving it. They both have a minimum five ERA last 53 innings. Pretty much the stuff you want to avoid. Why? Why take on the headache of these terrible teams right now? Next up, Bryce the Elder and the Braves, minus 245 favorite against the Rockies and Austin Gomber on the road. I mean, I don't ugh. go get your pen and paper, right? For the go for the worst pitching analysis in anywhere on the internet. Yes. What's the over the over is 12 deals? Write down all of your pitching notes for Bryce Elder and Austin Gomber. Like, oh my god, write down all your notes. You rip it in half, you light the first half on fire, and you wipe your ass with the second half. Seriously, it's such a waste of time. You either bet the over, or you don't bet at all, and there isn't even a science to it. What we know, Bryce Elder, 339 ERA, 1-2-1 whip. We were looking for the regression, and we got it. He's been getting cracked as of late. Don't buy the ERA. All the indicators north of 5.5. Elder, his day is coming, it might be today. Gomer just outright stinks, and he has to face the Braves, so he's probably going to shut them out. I mean, that's just like how baseball works when you're in cores. It, it, quite literally, I'm expecting this line to go up from 12. If it gets to 13, I'd probably go under, and it'll probably be end up like 18 to 14. So, Coors stuff is really kind of silly. It is kind of dumb. If you're doing prize picks, underdog, and that stuff, listen, you could still do really well on the same game parlay stuff. Other than that, don't even bother. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It really is. Next up, Elephants balancing on beach balls. Kyle Muller, he's back. Plus 220 dog on the road against Brian Woo. Man, you know we love Brian Wu. 4-6 ERA, 1-2-2 whip, but, 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 the stuff we really love, the 3-2-8 expected ERA, 25K to only 7 walk, 33 ball rate, 65 first strike, ah, oh, singing me to tune, sub 30% hard hit rate, a 2-76 expected wall, but that is everything I love to munch on. Kyle Muller, other side, he stinks, 7-3 ERA, 1-9 whip, he's just getting abused, I should say these guys stink, these guys are premier athletes, you know, that make it to the larger stage, but like, gosh, man, they got to work on this stuff. I really, you know what, I should make it a habit to stop centering the analysis on the pitcher and blaming the organization. I feel much better about that. Like, I should not be insulting Kyle Muller. I am sorry. I should be making fun of the Oakland Athletics. They are worthy of our disdain, right? Insight, what's going on, my man? One of the re one of the chefs that eats at the restaurant. appreciate you, man. Make sure you're following him up on Twitter. Oh, man, just dropping dimes. I'm not even reading it, man. I read the second one. Seattle, 7-0 this year versus Oakland. That one I'll give you. You want the detailed stuff, man. Insight, you are just doing work, man. Drop the Twitter handle. Make sure we get you a couple follows, hopefully. Damani S., hope you had an awesome weekend, my dude. He was killing underdog with the preseason pick -em. Used to work in player personnel. Ah, you know, the backer guys. It's how you do it, man. In particular, if you follow... Well, we'll get to the football stuff at the end. We'll leave a little note. We gotta start. We gotta we gotta mobilize, sound the clacks, and start start tagging the Pizza Man and Hammer Network and tell them we want a, a football show. Things are looking a little grim, but that's how you do it, right? Find the low expectation guys. I'm the king of alt prop ladders on slot receivers, and I had like forget it. 
if Paris, it was like if Paris Campbell gets 54 yards, we hit a plus 3,200, you know what I mean? Oh, man, that's what it's all about, baby, baby. Next up. Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't get to it. This one is an absolute landslide. I got sidetracked making fun of Oakland. Right now, Seattle offense, best in the business. Number one, last 500 P's, number one in Double steals, runs, homers, average, OBP and OPS, they have a 405 OBP, 314 batting average. That's a 169 WRC plus. Hachi, Machi, man. Killing lefties, killing, right, killing righties. Oakland stinks, and the bullpen's historically bad. 543 innings to a 5-5 ERA. Last 55 and a third. It's a 1-5 with almost 5 Sierra. S- Seattle doing the thing they do on all three phases. Let's go for the full game cover. This was another one. I mentioned the price disparity between run line and money line. Big one here. I have a couple of big ones. And again, that's I'm a massive donkey. I get it. We bet on all the favorites. Massive donkey. I get it. I get it. However, I believe we validated with analysis plus mathematics and the algo. But more so to the price. Jay, bring up the full game pricing, please. This was another one. Seattle's like a minus 250 favorite or something like that. But the money line is like minus 115. Right? I see minus 260s, minus 270s. And you get the run line for a minus 125. Maybe I shifted it. I printed that one this early. Man, I got to be careful. Once my model comes out with these big kind of like hefty differences, I notice those move the line. There are some, there's some ballers playing my stuff. I know it. I have Seattle modeled for almost a run and a half coverage. That's Remember, this is not to be taken literally. A run and a half coverage It's a full cover. I have a little key up if you follow my stuff. So at minus 120, we'll take Seattle. Let's get that for sure. We got anything left? Okay, two left. Let's do it really quick. I don't want to bury the lead on this one. Andrew Abbott and my Reds on the road against Kyle Harrison and the Giants. Really surprised to see the Reds coming in as a dog here. Maybe it's the Harrison kind of prospect shine. And granted, he looks good. He's got a lot of swing and miss stuff, but he walks the freaking yard. And then he paid for it because he's giving up home runs because he misses. So I don't want to overreact to the three and a third we got from Harrison. He has... He has a sustained track record of poor control. Andrew Abbott's been excellent, and we're getting him away from Great American Ballpark. Both offenses have struggled. I think I give Cincinnati the raw edge. Don't get me wrong, they've struggled. So has the Giants. They both kind of stink. But I've got Cincinnati. I mean, I'm looking out. I've, I've been avoiding the Giants' bullpen. You know what? They have a big-time ERA, but the indicators are good. So let's go with Cincinnati F5. I, I saw plus money this morning. So we I'm hoping we're getting at least money. Yeah, we're getting plus money still. So that's perfect. The Reds can be very disappointing. Not to be a ton of the Giants. The Giants stink, man. Cincinnati competing. Plus, we know they're a really high upside team. So I'm going to hope to bank on that. Cincinnati also taking their walks. 9% walk rate last 500 PAs. 31% chase rate. That's better than average. And they're stealing a ton, top three in steals, 19 steals for the Reds. So that's pretty much the map for how we get there. Brian David up in the house. Wow, what's the best bet out of all the plays? That is such that is such a tough one. That really is a tough one. I don't mean the dog here, and that's kind of why I play, you know, in odd amounts. I try that way you look to hit more than you miss. Man, that's really a tough one. You know, or you could try and find two plays that are both plus money. That way, if you hit one, you profit. It's really tough. And I had to say, maybe this Reds one. One, because it's plus money. Two, it's F5 and leaves the back door open to push. 
But man, I wish I, I wish I knew. You know, again, even though I model, I give you model strength. You know, I don't ever want to be thought of as like I'm. You know, you're avoiding. You know, avoiding this stuff. But I have the Baltimore cover as a really strong one, to be honest. That Baltimore run line cover I have coming in extremely strong. All right, we're at the forty minute mark. We gotta get out of here. We do the last one just really quick. So Jay Lock in Cincinnati at five. Then there's one more. This one I ended up feeding. I was able to grab an under that's no longer available. And I'm sorry, that's part of what happens when you cap early and I post early. But it's Zach Gallon on the bump for the Diamondbacks against Bobby Miller and the Trolley Dodgers. So this is just a must-watch game. I kind of like when these ones come in late. You know, shining star, Cy Young candidate, Zach Gallon's been awesome. If anybody is going to shut down the Dodgers, it'll be him. All the splits are awesome for Gallon. Same for Miller. He's been incredible at home. Last 40 days, both of these guys are humming, man. Sub-3 ERA for Gallon, 3-2-5 Sierra, 3-2-5 ERA for Miller, 126 stuff plus on the season. I mean, he is just rolling. This one's got, you know, playoff implications. Arizona, team offense gold star for us, right? They stunk for a little while. We picked up on the disciplinary stuff. Now they're back up off the mat, 106 WRC plus. For Arizona, Dodger offense just rocking and rolling. So too many kind of scratches of the chin, so I'm leaving that one. But it is the must-watch game. In my younger days, I probably would have went after the F5 run line for Arizona. But this year, the the best offenses I've been fading. But if you are a robust, robust better, Arizona F5 definitely has a place on a viable ticket. Jay, if you could do it fast enough as I close out, if you want to pair, we get did we get four run lines? Like if we have four run lines, let's let's pair that. That's our that's our parlay. And if you just put one or two bucks on it, right? So that's circling back. That would be. Did we go Baltimore, Minnesota, and Seattle? Did I don't think we went. Did we go with Toronto? So how about I pair those three? I love that three pack. That's a really nice three pack money line. Oh, and San Diego. Okay. Seattle, San Diego, Minnesota, and Baltimore. This is your chalk donkey parlay, probably about plus 360. You'll get at least 325 in this bad boy. Again, you're at the time of the season where the good teams, the cream just rises to the top. And though that never guarantees the run line because bullpens are wonky and managers will sacrifice that run, that's something you always have to be very honest with yourself about. But when I, again, I'll take the run line when I'm getting a buck 30 difference on the money line. Again, this is the stuff nobody talks about. These donkeys on big networks and stupid shit. It's so bad. These are all, no, none of these people have battle tested experience. None of these people uh, have, you know, ever hit five fingers on a bet. It's just whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. It really is so ridiculous. So that'll do it. Fancy show and MLB absolutely anywhere. Thank you so much, Jay Bird, for dealing with my nonsense and helping out on the ones and the twos. Best ad read in the game, doing the slow scroll, baby, sauntering through our plays. So for you lazy video people, you can just watch the last 90 seconds, pause the video while you're there, press the thumb, press the bell. Why? Because that shit matters way more than it should, man. Way more than it should. And I know most of you are hitting the bell and hitting the like hitting the subscribe button because that just is everything. Last note from me to you. Enjoy it, everybody. Remember, you only go around a carousel once. Enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. If you'd like to see me and Jay covering football, the only chance we have is for every single person that listens to get on social media, tag the hammer, tag Rob, tag them. Let them know you want to see us covering 
the poop scooter. Yeah, baby. Oh my god. You think my football stuff is nuts? Holy mackerel. The football stuff's so the up the freaking chain, man. Sometimes that's why I think people exclude me. I mean, I've actually I've actually seen internal emails that I'm blackballed from networks because I'm a poach threat. Right? And I get it. You bring me on all of a sudden. Holy hell, where did you find this freaking guy? No one wants to do that. A lot of hosts want to be the smartest. A lot of hosts want to be the funniest. A lot of hosts want to be this and that. Well, and it's hard when you have a freaking fringe lunatic maniac like me doing the thing that I do. Me and you, Colt and Pen Crew, everybody. So hit him up on Twitter. That stuff matters. Tag him. Let him know you love the baseball show. You want to see it for football. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. What we done with the book. Enjoy that pay. We are almost done. Just a few weeks remaining. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Remember, there's nothing quite like this. I love it, man. Remember when you work this hard. It feels a lot less like luck, everybody. Peace out, man.